Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Hey. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Ray Tucker, and I'm looking for Rick Schaefer. Rick, are you there? What? what? Where is Rick here? <clears throat> All right. That's a great start to the show. Not sure where Rick Schaefer is. Uh, he's not on the button where he normally is. Not sure what happened there. So, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Uh, Let me do this very quickly. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. It is an absolute gorgeous day here in the state of Arkansas. I hope you folks had a wonderful weekend. We we got about uh, six and a half, seven hours of rain, uh, which was about an inch and a half, two inches of rain uh, over the weekend, which was, well, we, we needed. All right, JoJo. Freaky Joe, talk to me. We're going to get Rick going now. All right. So who dropped the ball here? (laughs) All right. The Major League Baseball draft, that's something we're going to talk about today. Uh, As you know, Rick is an avid baseball fan. And the Hogs, are you there, Rick? Yes, I'm here. But we're having some kind of technical difficulties. Oh, you're my, telling you're uh, telling me. <laughs> <laughs> my tie line. So anyway, I am trying right now to pull up the uh, board. I'm not having much luck with that either. So, All right, well, I've got I've got you, you got the board anyway. Here we are. You can just tell me when we have some calls here for just a minute. We'll get through this. Randy Rainwater's out today, if you hadn't already told our listeners that. I haven't. Ray Tucker, Rick Schaefer, and uh, our only guest tonight is Pat Bradley at 6 o'clock with maybe a coach that Ray has contacted for 5.30. And so um, we'll just tell you what's happened in the Major League Baseball draft. Um, and, again, you just interrupt me anytime a call comes in. Arkansas fully expected to lose Aiden Miller. He was drafted in the first round by the Philadelphia Phillies. His slot is $2.97 million, so you know he's probably going to get at least that. He's gone. Kendall George, outfielder, $2.36 million is his slot with the Dodgers. He was the 36th pick of the draft, 50th pick of the draft, and he went a lot higher than anybody expected. But Mazon Zanatello, he's a shortstop. He went to the Red Sox. His slot is $1.7 million, so he probably will be gone. Uh, yes. Walker Martin. Pardon me? I said, uh, yes, for $1.7 million. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Walker Martin, shortstop, drafted 52nd spot by the Giants. He slots at 1.62. And then in the competitive balance C, it was Jackson Wiggins going to the Cubs for $1.1 million. That was yesterday. Here's what's happened today so far. They're, they're through part of the eighth round, and they're going to draft through 10 rounds today. Hunter Holland. Razorback pitcher was drafted number 74 by the Reds. He slots at 975000 He'll take that. The 100th pick of the draft was J.B. and Josenberger. Went to the Orioles, outfielder. Slots at 671000 He will most likely take that. The 150th pick was another Razorback signee, Dylan Quaisted, right-handed pitcher. Went to the Twins. He slots at 412600 that one's, you know, we don't know about that one. Uh, when you start talking about 412000 that sounds like a lot of money until you start bearing it down, bearing it down. 
Would the Twins use some of their other slot money to pay Dylan Questat? We'll wait and see. Chase Borfman, Razorback outfielder, picked in the sixth round by the Blue Jays. Slots at uh, 304.7 thousand. Uh, Fletcher Westfall, an outfielder from. Oh, excuse me. That, that's it. That's it at this point. Just those guys. So no other uh, signees have been drafted through where they are in the eighth round. So you, so your mentality. Uh, you're, high, you're coming out of high school, and your, your goal, lifelong goal, is to play major league baseball. But yeah. the money's not there. Not there. Let's say a half a million dollars, that, which is a lot of right. money. Um, but you go play college baseball, and your stock r- rises, and you get you get the privilege of being a college student and, and finding out what life's really about. Uh, there are a lot of lonely bus rides. Uh, in minor league baseball. Uh, (laughs) I can remember, this is a long time ago, Barry Lunny Jr. was drafted, I don't know, I can't remember what round, I think it was by the Twins, out of high school. And of course he had signed to play football and was also going to play baseball at the University of Arkansas. I knew his dad pretty well, Barry Lunny Sr. Uh, At the time I was still working at the athletic department. He absolutely did not want his son going to sign a baseball contract. So uh, he called me and he said, what can I tell him? <laughs> I said, well, first of all, you can tell him exactly what you just said, right? You're going to be on a bus. You're going to be on a bus with uh, people that are totally unlike you. Uh, most of them are going to be mostly interested in sex and alcohol. Um, they are going to be, and you're going to stay in cheap hotels. You're not going to be able to eat that well because the per diem's not so good. And if you're lucky, after about three or four years of that, you might make it to the major leagues. He said, thank you. He came to the University of Arkansas. So that's, that's kind of what happened with Barry Lenny Jr. And that's what these guys face. But that's why you have to say how much bonus money is involved to, to determine whether it's worth it. Now, Scott Boris, the infamous agent who signs all these guys to ridiculous contracts, said several years ago, and this is several years ago, and money's gone up, that to make it worth it, you need to get at least a million dollars. So when you hear these guys slot, uh, as the first two we talked about with the Razorbacks, 2.97, 2.36, you got to go. Uh, 1.7, 1.62, you got to go. Jackson Wiggins, 1.1, didn't pitch this year. You got to go. Hunter Holland will go because uh, you know he's got leverage right now, so he'll get close to a million. Uh, Josenberger will go. He gets six seventy one. But now here's a guy like Quaestead uh, coming out of high school. He's a right-handed pitcher, four twelve. That that's that's a tough one to because you know as Trey Trey Biddy kind of mocked the uh, draft and talked about the money and said maybe it's not quite as much as you think it is. Um, and, and I don't know about that, but say 412000 okay, so you're in a tax bracket that you're probably going to pay, say, 25% of that in taxes if you're, if you're, if you handle it well. So now you're down to about $300,000. And you have to remember that the salaries you get, even though they've increased the salaries for minor league baseball, they're still not significant. And until you make the major leagues, you're not going to make much money. So let's say you're three years in the minor leagues. You're going to use most of your bonus money just to live. And so that's, that's where you got to think about that and think, okay, if I go to the University of Arkansas or Vanderbilt or LSU or wherever they're thinking, and I can project higher, I'm a fifth-round pick, if I can project to be a first- or a second-round pick, now the money is significantly better, and, and plus I've had three years of college experience, I'm in a much better position then maybe that's the way to go. So so anybody drafted from this point on, they then will have a shot at keeping them. But not necessarily. Last year, I think there was a, either last year or the year before, there was a guy drafted in the 17th round. They thought, okay, we'll get him. Well, they still had money left over from their pool money, and they gave him a lot more than you'd give a 17th round in Arkansas lost him. So you just, you don't know until August the 1st. All right, Rick, we've got a couple of callers here, and we will start the day with Savage, who is in Cabot. Let me get him locked in. All right. Savage, go ahead. You're on the air. What's going on, fellas? You doing all right? Yes, sir. Hi, Savage. Good. 
Hey, Rick, you know, if uh, if you could put two people together, if you put King Griffey and Rick Henderson, Ricky Henderson together, you'd have Dayla Cruz. I mean, this, this kid <laughs> is off the charts. Now, is, is Ricky Henderson, did he ever run for the, the stolen base cycle, if that is such a thing? Probably, but stealing home is it's not as rare, obviously, the perfect game or unassisted triple play or anything like that, but it is a rare, rare play. But Elliot De La Cruz, the way he did it against Milwaukee the other night, I'm sure you've seen it. Yes, that's why you're calling yeah. about it. Absolutely astonishing. You know, the guy steals second, and uh, throws pretty good, but he beat the throw. Then, after, uh, after the hitter takes a pitch, the next pitch he steals third. Obviously, the third baseman's playing wide at the bag. He never even recovers in time to get to the bag, so he steals it without him even covering. Then he starts kind of sneaking down the line. The pitcher just turns his back to him, and he comes dashing down. Dives head first, wasn't even close. If the throw had been on the plate, it wouldn't have been close. I don't know if I've seen that. Uh, it just was absolutely astonishing. Usually when you think of a double steal, you are stealing home, it's because somebody's stealing second, you're stealing home. This was absolutely mind-boggling what he did. Uh, for well, no- that's what's good about baseball. You know, baseball in general, it, it reminds you of just Sandlot baseball. The guy's out there playing a fun game, and he, he, the awareness of the base running, and he's explosive, just took advantage of the situation. I, I, I loved it. it. I mean, it was good baseball. I mean, it's just all the way around. But that's all I had, guys. Y'all have a good one. All right, and for our listeners out there, I, I, I watched that on Instagram earlier today. If you're looking for it, I'm sure you can go online and, and find that. All right, let me get uh, that out of here, and let's talk to Tony, who's here in La Rock. Tony, good afternoon. All right, Tony's not there. Are you still there, Rick? All right, what have I done here now? Always looking for the next great player, right? Who's going to be the next? Who's next? Who's next? Who's the next LeBron James? And isn't it interesting that right now there are these guys coming into Major League Baseball. Ellie Day LaCruz is absolutely amazing. In the draft, the first two picks were from LSU. There are some people thinking the LSU pitcher who was pitched first was the best pitcher ever ever available in the draft. I don't know if that's true or not. We'll see. And then their center fielder gets goes second, and he's a spectacular player, and people think he's almost ready for the major leagues today. So you get this excitement. I look at the Baltimore Orioles, my favorite team. They've had the number one farm system for the last couple of years. Now those guys are up and playing. Look at what they're doing. Suddenly they're two games out of first place at the All-Star break. They haven't been that close in a long, long time. But you get these exciting young players. And I think the same thing in the NBA when you look at the way people feel about Victor Wembanyama. Okay, so he goes out. He's only played two summer league games. But in his second one, he gets 27 points and 12 rebounds. And there are people thinking, this guy is the best prospect since LeBron James. So um, sports, that's the great thing about sports. Because we can talk about, yeah, there was Babe Ruth and all those guys in the 20s and the 30s. And then in the then there was DiMaggio. And then in the 50s, there was Mays, Mantle, uh, Aaron, Clemente, and all those guys and in the 60s. And we can talk about the, the, the Derek Jeter group. And, and there's always somebody new. Same thing in basketball. I finished this book called uh, uh, Tell Men Short Shorts. It's a great book. It's about the 69 playoffs, NBA Finals, Celtics and the Lakers. But you're looking at those teams, and the Celtics are Bill Russell and Sam Jones and John Havlicek, and the Lakers are Wilt and Elgin Baylor and Jerry West. Well, they passed the mantle to Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. They passed the mantle along to, you know, next is Michael Jordan and his teams. Dennis LeBron James. All right, all right Rick. Maybe the Rick, guy's the next one. Rick, I, I messed up. I brought a caller in while you're talking, and you're all are on the same line. So, uh, okay. Doug and North Rock, go ahead, please. Yeah, Rick, hey, I just had a quick question. How does LSU get to keep their guys? Do they match, you know, some of this uh, MLB money with NIL money? How do they, how do they keep this, such quality players, you know, because I know a lot of those guys get drafted pretty high. How do teams like that keep their guys? We seem to lose them all the time to draft for, you know, 700000 or something. Is there well, some kind of money situation? Yeah, possibly. LSU probably, LSU probably has more NIL money available for baseball than any program in the country. So that's a possibility. But 
you think about Steens, their pitcher, who went number one, and he transferred from Air Force. He only pitched one year at LSU. And so it's not like they had him for three years there and kept him away from Major League Baseball. Uh, and I guess coming out of high school, he must not have been drafted that high, especially going to Air Force Academy. So that's how they kept him. Their center fielder, I, I don't have no idea what, he was, what his draft status was coming out of high school, but very good. But, yes, they'll do, and, and Arkansas will too, as I just mentioned. Anybody drafted from the fifth round on, Arkansas will fight to keep them. And I think LSU will do the same. But if LSU has a guy that's drafted in the first or second round that's one of their high school prospects, they're likely to lose them as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling. But they, but, but they do have, it's my understanding, probably more NIL money for baseball than any program in the country. You can buy a good team. It used to be used to be illegal. <laughs> now, yeah, it used to be illegal, but it's not anymore, not, and we're not, seeing not, that in not, not and we're seeing it in all sports too, which is really kind of sad. You know, I went out to uh, ULR uh, UA Little Rock basketball practice today. Watched the guys, <clears throat> Joe Foley's girls were there, and I, I I didn't recognize very many of his players. Uh, he he lost a bunch. Uh, he's got a ton of new faces. Uh, Darrell Walker lost a bunch. He's got a lot of new faces, and so. Kind of intriguing, and I'm trying to figure out who's who. I uh, went to the website thinking I was going to get a roster, and there were only a few players on there. As a matter of fact, I got a release as I was driving over here that, that Daryl had signed another player. Well, that that player that, that player they announced was at practice. He was already practicing today. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like what we've done with Hoop Scoop. You know, he is uh, he's the guy that gives us all this information. And by the way, I can now connect, so I'm going to hang up the phone. I'm going to my headset. All right. Okay. I'm going to ha- cut you off there. Yep. All right. You're done there. And I've got you on, on where you normally are. All right. Are you there, Rick? No, you're not. <laughs> All right. Let's talk to Steve in Magnolia. Steve, how are you this afternoon? Hello, Ray. Fire away, big guy. Uh, first of all, I'd like to give uh, sympathy to uh, the Derek, Derek Berry family because uh, he lost his son yesterday morning in a, in a car accident. Uh, and he was uh, going to be a 12th grader this year, and he was going to be like the number one or two running back on the football team. I hate to hear stories. And uh, the th- thing about Dylan Cruz, his daddy is the reason he went to LSU for all four years. Because he told him, he said, son, if you can't make it in college, you can't make it in the major leagues. All right, Rick says... But, he, uh, they, go ahead, I'm sorry. But uh, I, I admire his dad for doing that. Of course, it reminds me of Tracy Rocker, too. He was going to be a high, a high number one draft choice, and he said, no, I'm going to Vanderbilt for four years, and, and he turned out pretty good. Well, he ended up having surgery, and so. Yeah. But I admire, uh, you know, kids and parents that do that. They're telling the major league uh, agents that, hey, we want them to go to college for at least three years. But as fast as these kids are graduating, I mean, they have their undergrad degree in what, two years, and then they will start working on their master's? You know, those, <clears throat> those students that hung around because of COVID, et cetera, and ended up uh, getting an extra year, ended up getting a master's degree. Uh, they're the smart ones. Uh-huh. And another thing, too, I say these kid, uh, basketball players that are turned pro after one year, they should have to pay the school back that scholarship amount. If they're not going to return to school to finish their degree because... That's doing the school an injustice. Well, you can argue about a lot of things like that, Steve. But uh, anyway, that's all I have, Ray, and I'll talk to you later. All right, appreciate it. All right, Rick says he's connected. I don't see Rick connected. 
You put him in. You put him in a different spot. Okay, it'd been nice if somebody told me that. There you go. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. You're on what used to be Randy's spot, not your regular pot. So, (laughs) okay. Can you hear me, Ray? And 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 when I say pot, I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about what we call control on a control panel called the pot. Okay, I just want people to know that. (laughs) Okay. Hey, and by the way, for what Steve said at the end there, there is no way in this world. Any school is ever going to tell a one in ton he has to pay for his scholarship. It's not going to happen. Because you want to keep getting those five stars. You want to keep getting the one and duns. And that's the thing you have to look at. Okay, so we all thought Walsh would be back next year. So Walsh has played, a what, two or three of these games in the summer league? He scored 18 points yesterday. He hit seven out of 11 of his shots. He hit four out of six from three-point range. He's hitting shots we didn't see him hit at Arkansas. Yeah, I'm watching highlights of him on Instagram, and I'm like, where's this guy been? Right. And so you'd have to say that if if he makes it as a second-round draft pick with the Celtics, five-star coming out of Arkansas, that's going to help you get more players like that. Sure and unfortunately, is. basketball is becoming a lot like baseball. you got to redo your roster every year. It didn't used to be that way, but it is now, and so that that just helps you get more good players. Well, the must bus is rolling everywhere. I saw him on Instagram in Las Vegas with Nick Smith, uh, Black, uh, let's see, all, all of his former players uh, in, in a picture. Uh, yeah. he, he's all over the place. And yep. uh, hey, that picture right there on Instagram, and recruits are looking at that and going like, hey, I'm going to school there. I'm going to Arkansas. Exactly right. Okay, and we're hooked up, and we're going, and we're ready for your calls. 501-661-1037. We have open lines all the way till 6 o'clock, and even then, Pat Bradley will join us. You can call him then, too. We'll be back on Drive Time Sports. Tune in each weekday morning from 6 to 10 for Morning Mayhem with David Basil, Roger Scott, Justin Moore from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios. Like Oakland Racing Casino Resort on Facebook and stay up to date with news and special promotions. Oakland Racing Casino Resort presents the Great Arkansas Beer Festival Rock City Margarita Festival Saturday, July 22nd. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for more. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone and as well they should be, and you should join the convo if we're being honest. Just make sure you do your homework and you go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. At Low T Center, it's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results back in about 25 minutes. Let me be clear. This is not a typical doctor's office. It's concierge medicine exclusively for all of us men. Here's the deal. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, noticed weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, Your T levels may be low. Low T treatments are affordable and convenient options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25 to get your T level tested. So what are you waiting on? Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Saracen summertime sports car giveaways continue with a beautiful Mercedes-Benz Cabriolet in July. Play at the Saracen Casino this month to win a Mercedes convertible from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. Saracen Casino is the only place in our Arkansas, where you can qualify to win a Mercedes convertible just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Family problem? Call 800-522-4700. It's Justin Acre for Coffin by Design West. Shop with the local folks and get exactly what you want. You can also shop from the convenience of your own home by going to KauffmanLumber.com. There's an online store with over 800,000 items in inventory that can be delivered straight to your front door. Items in inventory include everything from hardware to housewares, heating and cooling supplies, lawn and garden tools, sporting goods, store and office supplies, and there's a huge range of products in each area available. So go by their store in West Little Rock at 14900 Cancel Road or do your shopping online at KauffmanLumber.com. 
This is Pat Bradley for my friends at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton and their summer auto loan special that's available for all five counties Alcoa serves. Interest rates as low as 2.49%. Take the summer off with no payments for 90 days or how about 84 months financing? Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models or you can refinance your current auto loan. Go to alcoacommunityfcu.org and apply securely online today. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring and Perry Counties. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Ray Tucker along with Rick Schaefer. Rick, we'll uh, move that Saracen spot and catch it a little bit later on. Okay. Well, then we'll return to Drive Time Sports. We're glad to have you back. Ray, I can tell you, and I was just talking to Gary Horn, the craziest thing. <laughs> for some reason, I cannot get the uh, Comrex up. So um, you just keep telling us when we have calls. All right, we'll so do so. Right now, we're, it right, right, right now we're clear. Okay, right now we're clear. So I think we told everybody about the uh, baseball signees and where Arkansas is. And again, through the middle of the eighth round, uh, five of their uh, prospects had been drafted. Uh, three four, uh, players off this year, four players off this year's team, all who expect to sign. Borfin, of course, has no eligibility left. So that's a pretty good deal for him to get 304000 if if he gets that when he had no eligibility left. Okay, so Trey Biddy's not going to be with us this week, so I got this information so I could share this with you um, on the show today because there are some guys that are supposed to sign their letters of intent um, soon that are that Arkansas is recruiting. And uh, one of them was supposed to sign today. And again, it's, I don't always get that information as quick as I would like. Maybe he didn't sign with Arkansas. Because he's uh, everywhere I've looked, I don't find uh, I don't find him, and that's an offensive lineman, uh, offensive lineman named Fletcher Westfall out of Leesburg, Virginia. If anybody knows what happened to him, you can let us know. Brian Huff, linebacker out of Valley View, six three two twenty five, is supposed to sign Wednesday. Arkansas is in the hunt. Braylon Russell, the running back from Benton, that uh, looks like Arkansas or Tennessee. Friday, he's supposed to sign at six thirty. Friday, Selman. Bridges from Temple, Texas, defensive back, is going to sign or commit. These are all commits. Ashton Hampton, Saturday, defensive back, Tallahassee, Florida. He's going to make his announcement. And on July 20th, it's going to be Kendall Jackson, defensive lineman from Gainesville, Florida, making his announcement. All right, we got a caller, uh, Woody from Gum Springs, is on the line with us. Good afternoon, Woody. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, the question I've gotten, you may, may be too soon to answer it, but I know. Uh, I guess before the draft started, we had the number one recruiting class in the country. Yeah. After all of this, what's happened to it now? And I'll hang up and listen to you. Okay. Thanks for calling. The thing is, they signed 21 players. Five of them have been drafted. If Arkansas lost all five of them, then they're probably going to lose the first four at least. But if they lost all five of them, they still would be in the top five. Uh, that's everybody's saying that they would still have one of the top five recruiting classes. Would they be number one? Probably not. Uh, the recruiting analyst said that if um, if Arkansas only lost two, if they only lost those first two that were picked, which were Aiden Miller and uh, Kendall George, if they only lost those two, or excuse me, the ones they thought were they thought would go first would be Aiden Miller and Walker Martin. And actually, two players went between those two. But they thought if they just lost Martin and Miller, Arkansas still would be the number one uh, recruiting class. But now with George and Zanatello going between Miller and Martin, then they're probably, uh, I don't know, maybe two or three. But they're still going to have a really good recruiting class. And they've got seven um, transfer portal players coming in as well, none of whom expect to be drafted. 
Yeah, I've always said that the, one of the worst jobs in college coaching is being a baseball coach because you, you spend your time, your money, your recruiting budget, re, re, uh, recruiting these guys, and all of a sudden draft day comes along and you lose a bunch. It, it makes it tough. That's exactly right, and uh, it's it's the hardest it's the hardest of the um, of of recruiting in college sports because you you don't know like college basketball when you sign a guy you know you get him for at least a year in college baseball you don't know if you get him on campus so that's uh, that's all you can say okay I'm looking up uh, Tyler Westfall. All it says is he still set a commute, so I have not seen that he signed. He was supposed to sign sometime today. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What was fall? It looks like he signed with Florida. Okay, Westfall signed with Florida today. So there's the. Is he the lineman? Or? He's the offensive lineman. He's 6'8, uh, 335 pounds. He's out of Leesburg, Virginia. Picked the Gators over Arkansas, Auburn, Clemson, and Georgia. So, and there's Flo- that. Florida's having a heck of a recruiting. Florida's having a great recruiting mm-hmm. year. That is their 18th commitment. And, uh, says for all, here's what West Paul said For a long time, Arkansas was the leader. And I hadn't taken many visits to Florida, but when I got down there, I started feeling differently about them. I took my official visit to Florida, really enjoyed being around the players, around the coaches, loved the strength and conditioning staff. Everything was great to be around. So you know what? Whoever you sign with, that's what you say. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he committed to Florida, and that's what he said. Florida's recruiting class right now is ranked number three nationally. How about that? 18-player class. You know, I've never met Billy Napier. Uh, I have a good friend who broadcasts Louisiana Raging Cajun games, football, baseball, basketball. He uh, does it all and was always telling me what a great guy he was. And uh, one of the stories that he told me was one year he he got a big raise, and he took that raise and divided it up among all of his assistants. Uh, he's that kind of guy, so <clears throat> he'll, he'll do a good job at Florida, obviously. Yeah, he will. You know, they had a so-so first year, we'll see, uh, but he was left. It's amazing that he was left with so little talent at a school like Florida, so it's going to you know, it's gonna take them a while to build back up. So Fletcher West falls off the boards. Next up for the Razorbacks in uh, possibilities is Brian Huff. He's supposed to commit on Wednesday again. Six three two twenty five linebacker out of Valley View, Arkansas. Several players, several schools have been after him. Let's hope that the Razorbacks get a good in-state player with him. I wonder. There's, there's a stat on everything. I wonder if there is such thing as a stat of a guy who, who signs with a school and that's the last school that, that, that his last visit. Could be. Uh, I know that Trey Biddy, who's on vacation this week, so he won't be with us all week. Um, Trey Biddy thinks that the last visit is, there are two factors, the first offer and the last visit. Because sometimes the player feels like with the first offer, that is such a big deal when the first big school offers you a scholarship. And, And that means they care for you. And you know what happens sometimes as a school will offer you, and then somebody else will say, oh, my gosh, uh, George offered him. Well, we need to offer him, too. The next thing you know, he's got 10 offers or 15 offers. And so that first one does mean something to him. But then when he starts his visits, and, that, and who the first offer is frequently is among his last three or four choices. But then when he makes that last visit, just like what we just said about him, he said Arkansas was the favorite all along, hadn't been to Florida much, goes down there, has a great time. Next thing you know, commits to Florida. He, he's a big old boy. He better he better get ready to sweat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, and but the thing there is, um, and Trey knows this better than I would. And that is, do they still? Does that mean they stop? They stop recruiting him? Had enough difficulty today. Now my dogs are barking because somebody's coming in. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway. It's been one of those weird days, I can tell you. Randy, I'm sorry. I know usually when you take off, things work very well without you, but today it's been a little bit different. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, what were we saying? That last visit can have an impact, and 
that's why they say first first school that offers and the last school that you visit. And obviously it worked with him. So let's hope Arkansas gets the last visit on the rest of these guys. Although right, I, I think right now they're in a period where they can't visit, and yet they're all going to make these commitments. So uh, those are the football recruits that we've talked about. One of the... Uh, Tonight's the base, or tonight's home run derby. Tomorrow night's the Major League Baseball All Star Game. Today they announce the starting pitchers. It's going to be Garrett Cole for the New York Yankees. Is going to pitch for the American League, who are injury riddled. Mike Trout won't play. Aaron Judge won't play. You look at their lineup. It, there are five Texas Rangers in the starting lineup. Now that's not bad because they really have a good record, but you take Judge and Trout out of that lineup, and it's not quite as intimidating. The National League has a very good lineup. We can go through that in a little bit. But Zach Gallen, a pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks, who's been very good the last two years, is going to start the game for um, the National League. And you and I grew up in an era, Ray, where the National League totally dominated Mm -hmm. the All-Star game. Uh, Because the Yankees were in the American League, frequently the Yankees would still win the World Series, but the National League dominated the All-Star game. The National League was much quicker to integrate particularly with large numbers. Um, And so you saw, well, the American League had teams that weren't quite as fast in the All-Star game, and you're looking at the National League. It's got Aaron, Frank Robinson, Willie Mays. Uh, Obviously, it starts with Jackie Robinson, Roy Campanella, and they dominated for years and years. Well, now the American League has won every year since 2012. So they've won a bunch in a row, and we'll see what happens tomorrow night. But listen to this National League lineup. Ronald Acuna Jr., leading off of the Braves. Possibly the best player in baseball, although most people say Shohei Otani. But you, you could pick you could pick either of those two and say they are the best player right now. So he's leading off for them. Then you got Freddie Freeman's batting second, playing first base. Dodgers. Mookie Betts, really a great player for the Dodgers, batting third. J.D. Martinez, so three Dodgers in a row, second, third, and fourth. Then it's Nolan Arenado, who was struggling till about three weeks ago, and he is sizzling at the plate. Now, the Cardinals are still not very good, but he's sizzling at the plate. He's got his average up to about 285. He's hit plenty of home runs. He's their fifth hitter. The guy that's batting six is batting 383, Luis Arise, and he's slumped to 383. He was right there at 400 for a while. He's the second baseman for the Marlins. Sean Murphy was probably the best player traded in the offseason. The A's traded him to the Braves. He's been their starting catcher, and he is having a fabulous year. And he's next in the uh, batting order. And then Corbin Carroll, who's the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks' really hot rookie. And they thought he might be out for a while, but his injury wasn't as bad as they thought, so he ought to be able to play. And then Orlando Arcia, who has had a great year at shortstop for the Braves. That's their lineup. And for the first time in years, it's it's a better lineup than the American League. So, so maybe the, they'll win one. So the starting infield is all Atlanta Braves, right? Yeah, well, no, Freddie no. Freeman used to be, but now he's a uh, now he's a Los Angeles Dodger. How did they let him get away? Well, evidently that was his agent. Uh, evidently his agent did that uh, simply. And uh, well, actually, the Braves don't have the starting they have a starting catcher, center fielder, and shortstop. Um, I thought I read that somewhere. Obviously, I'm wrong. No, because Arise is the second baseman. He's with the Marlins, and. Uh, Freddie Freeman's the first baseman, obviously with the Dodgers now, and Nolan Arenado's the third baseman with the Cardinals. So there's that. Pardon the pun, but I was way off base. <laughs> That's right. Well, anyway, how do you let Freddie Freeman get away? Basically, he got the same money that the dot that the Braves would have paid him, but his agent evidently uh, told the Braves he I can't remember what it was, but like he was gone or. Uh, no, that wasn't enough, and he never consulted Freddie Freeman, and so the Braves just backed off. And they went out and traded for Matt Olson, who's having a terrific year for them. He's leading the National League in home runs, I believe. So, anyway. All right, there's the music. We're ready for your calls. 501-661-1037 when we return on Drive Time Sports. Mark your calendars. Gary Hill with MSS Oil presents Countdown to Kickoff Tuesday, August 1st at the Hall. More details coming soon on 1037 The Buzz. Congratulations. You're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. 
Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Shelter Agent Todd Matthews in Benton, Matt Steele in Bryant, or Gary Elmore in Lowenoke today. What's your Oaklawn? Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious Astral Spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row and Hot Springs National Park, just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oaklawn. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Oh, my God. Oh, what a show today. Well, it was all right. So great to hear from Craig O'Neill. How about that? Yeah, he's a legend right there, and he's on our show. But tomorrow, another legend, Rickopedia. And Donna Terrell coming by. Another legend. We're going to settle this dispute once and for all. She was on with me before you. 2004. Pick them all tonight. The rest of my life going to start today. Spokesperson. Action Matters is responsible for the content of this ad. Toxic water at Camp Lejeune has caused pain, suffering, and death for tens of thousands of dedicated Americans and their families. If you're a current or former Marine, dependent of a Marine, or civilian who worked at Camp Lejeune at any time from 1953 to 1987, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call 800-619-7308 now to see if you qualify. Studies have found the water at Camp Lejeune was contaminated with toxic chemicals causing serious health conditions such as bladder, breast, or kidney cancer, Parkinson's, leukemia, and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma as well as miscarriages, infertility issues, and certain birth defects. A new law was signed, allowing anyone that spent time at the base to seek the justice and compensation they deserve. Billions have been set aside by the government to compensate victims. All Marines, dependents, and civilian workers who spent time at Camp Lejeune anytime from 1953 to 1987 and developed a serious health condition, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation, even if you were denied a disability claim in the past. Call 800-619-7308 now to see if you qualify. Hurry, time is limited. Call 800-619-7308. 800-619-7308. Do you need rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8-888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving our Kansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Looking for a great place to work? How about going to DoubleBees.com and apply online? I mean, it is a great place to work. Each and every morning, start my day off right. I had the DoubleBees because I want the bean-to-cup coffee. And what that is, it is a selected roast that I can grind and then produce a hot and fresh cup of my Renoco coffee. I can also check out the Renoco cappuccino. And the great thing about Double B's, they've always got those monthly specials. In a hurry, you can always pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps at all stores. Be sure and sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card and you'll get 10 cents off a gallon at the pump. It is at Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it double B's. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. And, you know, one thing I can do comfortably every time, whether the our Comrex is working or anything else, is talk about Tacos for Life. So I went to Tacos for Life today. Uh, they had their board down, so I know they're well over uh, 3 million, 30 million as far as uh, meals served. In fact, they were uh, well over 30 million, 200,000 the last time I was in there. Just remember, every time you buy a meal at Tacos for Life, that means somebody whose food insufficient is going to get 
a meal. And they do it very well, and they do it all over the world. Can you imagine that? Over 30 million in a little less than 10 years. But you know what the other great thing is? You're going to love Tacos for Life. You're going to love what you get for Tacos for Life. Their menu is absolutely fabulous. Right now, the buffalo chicken tacos are right there and featured. You're going to love that. You're going to love the watermelon, the strawberry watermelon punch. They've got all kinds of good things. Check them out. You will love Tacos for Life. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Now, Bray, I can now, I have no idea how I did this, but I now have the board in front of me. So here I am, and when a, I see there was ringing, but we didn't get a call, but whenever we get a caller, I can now see it. How about All right, that? Uh, I want to take a moment to do this very quickly. Good. <clears throat> uh, I lost my father Christmas Eve, 1970. He was 45 years old. Ooh. And five. since then, the Twin City Athletic Association, Helena West Helena, has given the O.R. Tucker Sportsmanship Award. And I just got this on uh, on Facebook. Uh, Chase Copeland, a 12-year-old, is the winner of the O.R. Tucker Sportsmanship Award for this year. Uh, the award goes to a player who shows great sportsmanship to his team and other teams. Congratulations to Chase Copeland. Uh, and I think we have, have an affiliate, KFFA, over in Helen that carries our show. So anyway, anybody listening, uh, tell Chase we gave him a shout-out. Very good. That's very nice. Love to hear those kind of things. Okay, we need to tell you again uh, that we will not have Trey Biddy tonight. He is out of town and not with us. Again, I see the phone lines ringing, so I hope we get some more callers here. 501-661-1037. Uh, we can tell you that Media Days is coming up. A, I guess that's two weeks from today. Is it a week from today? It's a week from today. It's a week from today. Can you believe that? So Randy Rainwater has a couple, has a couple obligations this week, and then he's free. So Sunday, he and David Basil are headed for um, Nashville. It's actually in Nashville this year for SEC Media Days. We can tell you that uh, so they'll be giving you all kinds of reports. Randy obviously will be on live on Drive Time Sports with reports. Monday, it's LSU, Missouri, and Texas A&M. Tuesday, it's Auburn, Georgia, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt. Wednesday, Arkansas, Alabama, Florida, and Kentucky. And Thursday, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Tennessee. And after we talk to Clyde and Little Rock, we'll tell you who the Razorbacks are taking to media day. So, Clyde, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Yeah, hi, guys. Um, About Paul Skeen, uh, he transferred from the Air Force Academy. That's right. right? Correct. Yes. Now, uh, now do the service academies, uh, do they allow... Well, obviously, they allow transfers. Yes. You have to transfer before your, uh, before your third year, I believe. And here's the way, and, and, the, and the academies have just changed their policy, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's effective starting next fall. And that is that once you enter the academy, if you don't leave by after your second year, then you cannot, if you're drafted for professional sports, you have to go fulfill your military obligation first. They had a they had established a waiver because that window was so short that they were allowing some of their athletes who um, were drafted to go play professionally and then fulfill their military obligation. But they've they've done away with that. So um, maybe that. No, that would have applied to that would have applied. Didn't mean to interrupt you there. That would apply to like Roger Staubach and yes. uh, Pete Dawkins. Well, back in the day yeah yeah those guys had to do military first and so then they, they yeah. changed it but now that they're changing it back and i think it starts with either last next fall or last fall so Skeens, obviously if he knew that was coming maybe that's why he transferred yeah okay well that makes sense i guess who was, yeah. a, who was the big lineman dallas had that then Chad Henning. Chad Henning. Okay. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to think of his name. And right. He was he, he was Air Force Academy too. Yeah, yes. Yes. And he was able to play football and then do his military. That's right. And uh, Rick, I think uh, you're an Orioles fan. I know. I, I think you got a. I think uh, the O's made a good pickup in uh, drafting uh, Matt Corvat out of North Carolina. He well, I hope a great so. He had a great three-year career. He had, uh, I think he, uh, I think he had forty-seven home runs over his three years, including twenty-four last year. Mm. Uh, well, of course, they got Tavian Josenberger too. So I'm glad. I'm glad for that. The um, 
you know, their farm system over the last three years has been ranked the number one farm system in baseball. But they've called now. They are they finally fallen to number two because they've called too many. They've called so many guys up, and they've got four guys that were all ranked in the top, I think, thirty prospects, are now up on the major league team. And of course, it started with uh, Adley Rushman, their catcher, last year, and so um, that's still a good farm system. And I hope they're replenishing it. And I hope that player from North Carolina is just as good as you said he is. Where did the caller go? I don't know. <laughs> Disappeared. Okay. Uh, but I, I will tell you also that um, Heston Kerstad has been called up from AA to AAA, and his numbers are really, really good right now. It would not be surprising to see him with the Orioles before this season is over. Let's go to Jake and Cabot. Hi, Jake. Thanks for calling. Except you're not in Cabot. You're all over America, right? Uh, I'm up here in the Ozarks, Rick, somewhere between uh, Poplar Bluff and Kansas or, I'm sorry, I get confused myself sometimes. <laughs> Poplar Bluff in St. Louis okay. on 67. Very good. Well, there's no baseball um, to see in St. Louis or in the All-Star break. Yeah. Hey, uh, man, this thing that Dela Cruz did over the weekend, yeah. I'm not even I, – I love college baseball. I don't follow Major League Baseball. But to watch what he did, first of all, I didn't even see this still the second. Um, I don't know how that happened because the video I saw, I picked it up when he was sitting on second. Yeah. He stole third. Well, he stole then, second pretty easily. Uh, the throw was very late. Yeah. So, so was it like a couple pitches later when he stole third? Yeah. Okay. So he steals second. Okay. First, first pitch after he gets on, he steals second. Then the pitcher throws a pitch. He's still there. Then on the next pitch, which would be the third pitch since he could reach base, he steals third, and then he steals home without a pitch being thrown. Yeah. You just got to admit, I mean, at any level, that is pretty phenomenal. It's astonishing. Yeah. I, yes. I mean, yeah. It, the, the guy, that, that guy's got to have, like, dare I say it, Dion-like speed. Really? I mean, yeah. to be able to do that? like, And, and his... His fast twitch reflexes and stuff, or for him to notice that, and the pitcher wasn't looking, and to take off, and to have the confidence to do that for the home plate still, it's unreal, man. Great you know, like, how often does that happen? Hardly ever. I, I, <laughs> That's why yeah, like, we're raving about it. How often does someone actually still home? Is it? Is it maybe? Can we say once a year? Uh, is that well, even yeah. even if that? Yeah, even the best base stealers rarely steal home. And usually, when you see a guy steal home, it's on the back end of a double steal. Guy stealing second base, right. throw goes through, and yes, you steal sir. home. But that, that's a straight steal without even a pitch being thrown. That is very rare. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, Jake. thanks, man. Music's Love playing. you guys. Love the show. Keep it going, okay. Rick. Enjoy your drive. Thanks for calling, and we'll join you in a few minutes on Drive Time Sports. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools, as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Alzheimer's disease affects over 6 million Americans. While there is no cure, there are steps you can take to reduce your risk and improve